Blog Talk Radio. Stay slow with. Say so with Desiree L. A. Whitfield. Psalms 107.2, the King James Version, Version says, Let the redeemed of the Lord say so, whom he hath redeemed from the hand of the enemy. Good evening, good evening, good evening. My name is Desiree A. Whitfield. Just to say a little bit about myself, First, I would like to dedicate this show in memory of my mother, Margaret Gordon, and my father, Cornelius Gordon, who passed away in December 2018 and December 2019. I would also like to dedicate this show to my grandparents, who I am a namesake, Sunday school teacher, Deacon Lincoln Ivy, Deaconess Annie Mae Ivy, who was also a Sunday school teacher and a missionary. My shift in my life began in 2019, just to say a little about me, when I was put in isolation by the Lord so that I can hear him as he prepared me for the shift that we are in. During my isolation, I was introduced to Pastor Keon Henderson through Bishop T.D. Jakes from the Lighthouse Church in Houston, Texas. And he was talking about the shift, the third anointing. What is the third anointing? a level of revelation and wisdom. So I would like to give all honor and praise to not only the Holy Spirit, but to Pastor Keon Henderson, who at that that time when I needed a pastor to share the word with me, then, you know, that he did, you know, in such a miraculous way. And if you could ever get the opportunity, please buy his book, The Shift, get your copy, and please hashtag Desiree A. Whitfield. As we live in a time of uncertainty, not knowing the end from the beginning, not understanding the reason for this plague, asking that famous question, why? I asked the Holy Spirit, what did he want me to say to the people to heal? Hope for the evidence of things not seen. For by it, the elders obtained a good report. Through faith, we understand that the words were framed by the word of God so that things which were seen were not made of things which do appear. By faith, Abel offered God a more excellent sacrifice than Cain, by which he obtained witness that he was righteous. God testifying of his gifts, and by it he being dead, yet speaketh. By faith, Enoch was translated that he should not see death, and was not found, because God had translated him for before his translation, he had this testimony that he pleased God. Now, number six says, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that cometh to God must believe that he is, and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. If I had to take a text, the title of my message would be, Where Do We Go From Here? Hebrews was a letter written by Paul to encourage the church to persevere in the face of persecution. God is telling his people right now to return to me, to repent, to turn from evil, I believe in my spirit that God has removed his hand of protection from around the world because of so much evil. When I was asking the Holy Spirit, what did he want me to talk about? He laid five things on my spirit. One, taking black children illegally out of the home to place in foster care by DHS in Philadelphia for the sake of money. Two, selling drugs to weak people, slowly killing them for the sake of money. Three, killing innocent children and people on the streets using illegal guns they never should have for scheming to, for money, corruption, and five, injustice because of the color of your skin. Dr. Martin Luther King Jr., a prophetess, best tells this story 
in his famous speech, I have a dream. And even in 2020, this prophecy still lives today. So I asked God, okay, well, tell me three points that we can do to answer this question. Many people say that the church is closed. Correction, we are the church. God said, I will not be in any building made by man. People of God, the Holy Spirit is in us. We are the church. I want to leave you with three points, and I'll get out your way. Point number one, we have to shift our minds. Philippians 2, 5 through 7 says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ Jesus who being in the form of God, thought it not robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation and took upon him the form of a servant and was made in the likeness of men. So we as servants have to serve the same way Jesus Christ did. He went into the highways and the byways to heal the world and to save that which was lost. So we, my friends, must do our part, whatever it may be. We have to reach people where they are. We have to be a servant of Jesus Christ, the one and only Savior who saves, heals, delivers, free from the enemy, redeems, and covers with his blood. We must pray. Jesus told his disciples to pray. A lot of people say, well, I don't know how to pray. How do you pray? Just open your Bible and go to Matthew's and repeat the Lord's Prayer. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. On earth as it is in heaven, give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen. Next, we must meditate. We must find that quiet place in our homes to meditate on his word because that's the only way that it's going to get into our minds is to meditate. Next, we must worship. The word of God says we must worship him in spirit and in truth. We must quiet our spirit so that he can speak to us. The difference between worship and praises, we're worshiping not for what he's done, but for who he is. Fourth, we must read his word. In the morning, I like to get up and before I start my day to feed on his word, to open the Bible. And sometimes I just let the Bible fall to where he wants me to read. So the more that we read, the more that we are shifting our minds so that we will be, so our minds will begin to speak his word. Number four, we must praise. The praise uh, it confuses the enemy. Sometimes when your life is going haywire, just praise him. Because the enemy will start to say, well, she going through ABC. Why does she have such a praise? Because the word of God says that he desires the praises of his people. Second Timothy 2.15 says, study to show thyself approved unto God, a workman that needeth not to be ashamed, rightly dividing the word of truth. Number two, the second thing is we must shift our hearts, our spirit. Acts 13.22 says, and when he had removed him, he raised up until them David, to be their king, to whom also he gave their testimony and said, I have found David, the son of Jesse, a man after mine own heart, which shall fulfill all my will. 
Now, as we shift our spirits, we want to shift into the attributes of God, Christ Jesus. And the attributes of God is love and peace and truth and healing and comfort. Well, you might say, how do I do that? Don't worry about it because the Holy Spirit lives in us. And the word of God says that the Holy Spirit is in us to help us. So you don't have to stand on what you can do and what you cannot do. Just trust the Holy Spirit. Just lean on the Holy Spirit and know that the Holy Spirit will help you do everything you need to do. Psalms 51.10 says, create in me a clean heart. Oh, God, and renew a right spirit within me. So when we create, a, have a clean heart, then we're able to give love and to give peace and to give truth and to give healing and to give comfort. Because, my friends, the world needs love. The world needs peace. The world, the world needs the truth of God that is going to heal and comfort people. Number three, we need to shift our words. My, my, my. Proverbs 18, 21, and we're all familiar with this scripture. It says, death and life are in the power of the tongue, and they that love it, shall eat the fruit therein. Mouth must be mindful of what comes out of our mouth because whatever comes out of our mouth, we either give life to or death to. So before you say something, say to yourself, is it going to bring life to me? Is it going to bring life to those who I am saying it to? Is it going to bring life to the situation? And if you can answer those three questions, but if you ask that question and you say, is it going to bring death to me? Or is it going to be bring death to the situation? Or is it going to bring death? Don't say it. Because when you speak into the atmosphere, Either the angels is going to take your words and say, okay, that's faith. Let me do what she said do. Or the enemy is going to take those words and bring destruction. And we bind up anything that the enemy would try to do in this world in the name of Jesus. So please ask yourself, am I speaking life or am I speaking death? I want you right now to say these words with me. I am strong. I am rich. I am more than a conqueror. I am healed. I am a survivor. All things through Christ who gives me strength. You know, as we shift our word, we're shifting from the natural, you know, the things of the world that we see physically. But the word of God says that we walk by faith and not by sight. We don't live in the world. We are of the world, but we don't live in, we live in the world, but we are not of the world. Because we serve a supernatural God. And because we serve a supernatural God, he is able to do supernatural things. We have a God who is all-knowing, who, who knows the end from the beginning. He is the great I am, the I am that I am. He is that, he is that king of kings and lord of lords. He is the one that can move mountains when the enemy says, mm-mm. But you know what? As long as we have a God that can move mountains and that can do all, all things. Because as, as we speak the word, God is saying, you know what? then she believes in me and let me go see about my sister. Let me go see about my child and let me go see about him because he is shifting his word and he and the Lord says in his word that my word will not return. 
anything that he set out to. So my sisters and my brothers, we have the promise of God. The promises of God that are yes and amen. He said, my word will not return void. So that's one word that you can believe will come forth. Hebrews 4.12 says, for the word of God is quick and powerful and sharper than any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit and of the joints and marrow, and is a discerner of the thoughts and intents of the heart. We must speak the word out of our mouth. The key words that come out is two-edged sword. We must not only read the word that was said by Jesus, yet we must speak the word out of our mouth. That's what makes it a two-edged sword, that when we are in agreement with the word of God, the Lord Jesus Christ, that's what makes it powerful, that not only are we reading, but we're speaking it out of our mouth so that it can cut anything that comes our way. The word of God in John 4 says we must worship him in spirit and in truth. We are in sisters and brothers that we must not only worship him in spirit and in truth, but we must speak the truth in love. The world is waiting for us to speak the truth in love. Because that's what's going to heal the land of confusion. Because the word of God says that he is not the author of confusion. So we know this is not of God. So we must not only worship him and spirit, but we must speak his truth. Not our truth, but we must speak his truth. Because there are so many people just that are just waiting for us to speak his truth because they're hurting. They need healing. Don't be weary in due season. Yes, amen, amen. Real quickly, as a reminder, this is the Product Purpose Kingdom Network, and we thank everybody for joining us for the 1,207th episode of Purpose Kingdom Network. And this is the debut of Say So with our host, Evangelist Desiree A. Whitfield. Okay, so, you know, right now I'm not sure if we're experiencing uh, some kind of difficulties, but um, we're just, uh, right now we have uh, someone that had just chimed in, so we're going to just go ahead and let them go ahead and um, just uh, give their comment. Praise the Lord. Hi, yes, this is, Network. yes, this is Sister Croson, uh, uh Sister Whitfield, local reception, so I'm going to let her use my phone. Okay, no problem. Okay. Thank you, Sister Crossing. Thank you, Sister Crossing. I don't know where you all last lost me. As I was saying in as I was saying that at such a time as this, we must, we must be about our father's business. We must not be afraid of what the enemy is doing outside because we know that we are covered by the blood of Jesus. 
and that we can do all things through Christ who gives us strength and that he has equipped us for such a time as this. So right now, before I pray, I want to open up the line, um, you know, um, that maybe someone wants to come on to um, to say something. Uh, real quickly, anybody that wants to um, comment on tonight's show, you can just, uh, simply hit the number one, and uh, we'll go ahead and let you on, and we can, you know, talk to Evangelist Desiree Whitfield. Uh, right now, if you're online, you can call in. You can call in at 323-870-4174, or you can call in at 319-527-6091. And anytime you want to talk to a host, just hit the number one. Okay, Vanessa Desiree, we just want to just return the program back over to you, and you can go ahead and resume your program. Okay. Romans 10, 8, and 9 says, But what does it, the word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we, which we preach, that if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart, that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. I don't know about you, but in times like this, I want to make sure that I know Christ. So I am extending the opportunity, the call of salvation to someone out there who does not know Christ. And I know we are a little early. That scripture with me, and I'll say it again. But what does it say? The word is near you, in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith, which we preach. That if you confess with your mouth the Lord Jesus and believe in your heart that God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. So anyone out there who repeated that, that scripture, I pray that God would have his way in your life. I allow him to use you for his glory. That don't be afraid of the attacks because the enemy will attack you for the mere fact that you gave your life to Christ. But it is the best thing that you have done in your life. Second Chronicles 7.14 says, If my people who are called by my name, will humble themselves and pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. He said, with two or three touch and agree, it shall be done. The program, I would like for everyone to bow their heads as we pray and ask the Lord for his healing in this land. Must Jesus bear the cross alone and all the world go free? Yes, there's a cross for everyone and there's a cross for me. What a friend we have in Jesus, all of our sins and griefs to bear. What a privilege it is to carry everything to God in prayer. Dear Heavenly Fathers, once again, we come boldly to your throne of grace. Father, thanking you for your grace and thanking you for your mercy. Oh, God, we thank you for this day, a day that we have never seen before. We thank you, oh, God, for life and life more abundantly. We thank you, oh, God, for the activity of our lands. We thank you, oh, God, for never leaving us nor forsaking us. Oh, God, we thank you for your power. We thank you for your peace. We thank you for your presence. We thank you, oh, God, because you are a God that sits high and looks low and asks prayers. Oh, God, you said we have not because we ask not. Oh, God, you said no weapon formed against us shall prosper, and every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned. You said, oh, God, that you will perfect that which concerns us. Lord, you said the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Lord, you said 
The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the strength of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid of? Lord, you said no weapon formed against us shall prosper. And every tongue that rises up against us in judgment shall be condemned. Lord, you said that you will do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask, think, or imagine. Lord, you think that if we ask and believe, we shall receive. So, Father God, I'm coming to you reminding you of what you said. I'm coming to you reminding you of what you said, standing on your promises, because the word, your word says that my word will not return for it, but shall accomplish everything that you set it out to. Oh, God, you said that we are the head and not the tail, above and not beneath the lender and not the bar. So, Father God, in the name of Jesus, oh, God, right now I ask that you will move mountains. Oh, God, I ask that you would set the captives free. Oh, God, you know that we need a healing in this world and that the only one that can heal right now is you, oh, God. I ask right now that you will bind up every demonic spirit that tries to hinder your people, that they will come back to you in spirit and in truth. In the name of Jesus, oh, God, I ask that you would that you would heal, oh, God, that you would save, oh, God, that you would set free, oh God, in the name of Jesus. Oh God, there's so many people that are lost and that are right now. But Father God, I ask, oh God, that you would open up the windows of heaven and pour them out a blessing that they will not have room enough to receive. Oh God, I ask that you would continue to do a shift in the atmosphere. Oh God, I ask that you would shift it in a way that comes back you, that your people will begin to speak your word, that your people will begin to sing your word, that your people will begin to pray your word, that your people will begin to meditate on your word, that your people will begin to speak peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Oh, God, we need you like we never need Oh, God, I ask that you would dispatch your warring angels, your good angels, and your ministering angels, oh, this world. Oh, God, I ask right now that you would start the White House. Oh, God, and let them know that you are in control, that you are the King of kings and the Lord of lords. You are the great I am. You are the I am that I am. Oh, God, I ask right now that you would touch the heart and soul of our president right now. Oh, God, I ask that you would save his soul. Oh, God, I ask that you would shift his words, oh, God. I ask that you would shift his heart, oh, God. I ask that you would shift his mind, oh, God. In the name of Jesus, I ask that everyone that is connected to him, that it would be a shift just like a domino effect, that as he shifts his word, then all of his people will shift their words. And, and as you do the White House, I ask that you would go to the Department of Justice and you would go to the U.S. attorneys and that you would go to the to the uh, attorney general and you would go to the state house, oh God, and you would go to city hall, oh God, and that you would touch your people. Oh God, I ask that you would touch your leaders to have a heart of Christ and to want to serve you and the people of God, oh God, that when they... Uh, make laws, oh God, that they will include you, oh God, that you will put prayer back into the schools, that you will put prayer back into the homes, that you will bring up the grandmoms, the adopted grandmoms, the prayer around the table, around their family and their children, that you would that you would bring grandmoms into the homes that don't have grandmoms that can touch and pray with their children, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray right now, oh God, for gun violence. I pray right now for those that have guns would turn them in. Oh God, and those who, the only ones that uh, that would have guns would be those who are licensed to carry. Oh God, I ask that you would open up the hearts and souls of the people that have guns that would turn the guns in so that a life would be saved, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that all of the children that have been illegally taken from their homes by the Department of Human Services will be given back to their parents, oh God, in the name of Jesus. I pray right now, oh God, that everyone that is on any type of addiction will be saved right now and set free, oh God, because your words, your word, I plead the blood of Jesus, the blood of Jesus. 
the name of Jesus. I cancel out every assignment that the enemy has against them. I nullify every addiction that has been holding them captive in the name of Jesus. I pray right now for racism. I pray right now, oh God, that we will come together as a people. Oh God, that we will come together. Jews and Gentiles and Protestants and Catholics and black and white and Oriental, that all your people whom you love will come together as one because we are one. We are one in you. I pray right now that you would stop all of this racism that we have endured for so long, oh God, that the, that the need in our necks will be taken off that everything that was supposed to be rightfully ours, you will give back. Oh, God, your word says that you will bring the people from the back to the front. Oh, God, I pray right now that you will put us in our rightful positions and that as we are in our rightful positions that you will equip us for such a time as this. And just like Esther said, I'm going to see the king. If I perish, I perish, but I'm going to see the king. Oh, God, I ask that you will move, move by your spirit. Holy Spirit, have your way, have your way, have your way. Oh, God, you said what two or three touch and agree, it shall be done. Lord, you said one can slay a thousand and two can slay a ten thousand. So as we go around this prayer line, oh, God, we're touching and agreeing. Knowing, oh, God, that when we touch and agree in you, then we can, that anything that comes against us, then we can knock it down in the name of Jesus. I declare, I declare, and I decree a shift in the atmosphere, a shift of God, a shift of his truth, and a shift of his love. Oh, God, you said that you, would get, that you have given us the power to loose and to buy. I bind up every demonic spirit that would try to hinder this prayer. I bind up every demonic spirit that would try to hinder the shift that you're doing in this world. I bind up the spirit of division. I bind up the spirit of hatred. I bind up the spirit of racism. I bind up the lying spirit. I bind up the jealousy. I bind up the hindering spirit. I bind up every spirit that is not of you. I bind up the I bind up the spirit of of peace and love in the name of Jesus. Oh God, we love you. We thank you. We give you all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise, and we consider it done. And just like you said on the cross, it is finished. In the name of Jesus, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. I have a caller. Hello. What up, what up, what up? Good good, good evening. My Lord. I didn't want to interrupt you, but you are so, 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 so everything right now. We can feel that. And you said something and made me hit the button. Oh, but in the prayer, I just wanted to come on and say thank you. I wanted to say welcome because, oh, wow, 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 wow. This is fire. It, it, look. You just got a chance to take a breath because you going to have to finish this thing. Like, oh, my, but, girl, mm, 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 God is pleased right now. God is happy right now. You said something. It was something. But it was all in prayer, so it didn't really matter because it was all being covered at that time. So I guess I'm just saying thank you, sister, and welcome to PKN. Thank you. I give God all the glory, all the honor, and all the praise because I know that 
it is because of him and it is through him who has given me the desire to want to be sold out for him. And if I can speak a word and allow him to use me as his vessel to save someone, then that's all that I want. It's for God to be able to save me, to save someone through me, to be used for his glory. Not my will, but his will be done. Thank you for that encouragement. Hello? I'm sorry, I'm just talking to you, child. I'm thinking, oh, thank you, thank you. It's like, no, but you, it's awesome. Keep it up. I'm so, look, and I'm proud because at the end of the day, I now know where I get all the funk, the funk and the, you know, the fire, and I just bless God. I bless God. I bless God. I bless God. Welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. Uh, continue because it's just awesome. Like, I mean, I don't know what you told them. I don't know how you said what you said. I don't know your name. Like, I missed the first section of it. What's the name of this show? Say Do you so have a name for your show? Say So by Desiree L.A. Whitfield. All right, Desiree L.A. Whitfield, because I ain't know, and I wanted to make sure. But Desiree L.A. Whitfield. Welcome to the kingdom. Welcome to the kingdom. Every Friday, what are we doing? Tell us what we got into. Tell us what we got to do because we going to want this again because this is good. This is what we need right now. In a time of where we are, there's like a despair that's going on. Just hear that. Just hear your energy, your positive, your proof. Make somebody feel better. Do you understand? I, ah, come on now. My schedule is every first Friday at 8 o'clock, and it's Say So with Desiree L.A. Whitfield. Say So? Yes. That's the redeeming of the Lord. Say So now. Say So. I love it. Keep up the great work. Well, thank you, thank you, thank you for calling in. And I look forward to, you know, um, hearing, you know, um, I look forward to the next time I'm on and make sure you tune in. So that would be the first Friday of July at 8 o'clock. Hello? Do I have another caller? Uh, no, you have no more callers right now at this time. So um, let's go ahead and, uh, you know, when you're ready, I'll just go ahead and do the announcements. Are you ready to do okay, a um, or... Yeah, you don't, you, don't, you don't have any more callers right now, but if you want, I can go ahead and do the announcements, and then you can go ahead and do the closeout of your show. Okay. All right, so real quickly, I'll do the announcements. These are This is a product of Purpose, Purpose Kingdom Network. We would like to thank each and every one of you who have joined us for tonight's episode, and we are so thankful that you joined us for this premiere debut of Say So, Host Evangelist Desiree L.A. Whitfield And we thank you so much And so far unless we get an Encore call she's going to be On every first Friday Of every month and we thank you So much for supporting us here at Purpose Kingdom Network And we thank each and every one of you That have answered the call of salvation That have accepted Christ in your life And if you accepted Christ in your life We hope that you have shared that With someone 
because they're the ABCs, accept, believe, and confess. And one of the parts of confessing is just letting someone know that you've turned your life over to Christ, that you have turned a new leaf over, a new chapter in your life, and you have accepted Christ wholly and fully. And, you know, if you can't call someone, if you can't say to someone face-to-face, I know um, that the social distancing thing, you know, if you can't FaceTime someone or whatever, you can email us here at Purpose Kingdom Network at PurposeKingdomNet at gmail.com. You can see your comments, questions, concerns. You can simply say hello, and once again, you can just let us know that you accepted Christ in your life. We greatly appreciate that. We're also on Instagram and Twitter at Purpose underscore Kingdom. You can see your comments, questions, concerns also. And you can also let us know that you turn your life over to Christ. Uh, one of the other things that we, um, you know, suggest you do is to like us on Facebook where you can see some of our upcoming shows and advertisements or where you can just uh, let us know how you feel and, how, you know, your comments on our shows. And we greatly appreciate that. We greatly appreciate everyone that has shared, you know, through social media and, you know, any avenues that you can. We thank you no matter where you're listening to in the world, whether you're listening via phone or you're listening online. We greatly appreciate your listenership, and we thank you so much. We also hope that uh, you can get a morning word of inspiration on Anchor.com or Anchor FM. We can simply type in Purpose Kingdom, and you can also get a morning word of inspiration. And, um, you know, with uh, anybody that has missed any of our shows or want to hear any of our past or previous shows, you can go to www.blog.com. TalkRadio.com backslash Purpose Kingdom. We can simply type in a host name or a show name, and you can hear that show at your convenience and anytime you you know, choose to listen to. And we thank you so much. We're on iTunes, LinkedIn, and anywhere that podcasts are listening to. Just simply type in Purpose Kingdom, and you can hear our our shows. And we thank you so much. Well, God's will, God's blessing. We hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8:30 p.m. hour. And once again, with God's will, God's blessing, we hope you join us tomorrow evening at the 8.30 p.m. hour for self-expressions. And it's going to be hosted by me, Brother Robert Pop-Pop Hudson. And uh, feel free to tell a friend or let, you know, or let someone know that we're going to have self-expressions tomorrow evening at the 8.30 p.m. hour right here on blogtalkradio.com. And uh, we thank each and every one of you once again no matter where in the world you listen to us, we appreciate your listenership, and we thank you so much. And uh, we appreciate you sharing with your friends and family members. And with that being said, Evangelist Desiree, we're going to just turn the program back over into your hands. Yes, thank you very much, Brother Rob. I have in my hand the book called The Shift, and it is by Pastor Keon Henderson. And if you get a chance, please, 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 um, go and get the book. Uh, again, his name is Pastor Keon Henderson. Um, he brings leadership um, to the Lighthouse Church in Houston, Texas, and the name of his book is Shift. And I just want to read one of his inserts called Destiny. It says, Destiny, every block of stone has a statue inside it, and it is the task of the sculptor to discover it. It says, most of us have one Christmas from our childhood that stands out in our memory above the rest. For me, it was when I was around 12. We were living in a project in Gary, Indiana, a working class, oil slick of a city about an hour south of Chicago. As a single parent raising three kids, my mother did the best she could for me and my two sisters, Danielle and Kiana. Mom worked shifts at Taco Bell or the local place called Zell's Hamburgers or whatever she could make enough to scrape by, but it was never enough. That year had been particularly rough for us. In addition to the hard economic times, our living conditions had continued to decline in a dilapidated building no one seemed to care about. At first, it was only a matter of minor inconveniences or temporary eyesores, things like peeling paint and leaking faucets, an old fridge that made funny sounds, and a crack in a window looking out 
on the pathy grass of our courtyard. My mother would fill out forms and call for repairs. But then, like most every other resident, she resigned herself to the reality that nothing was going to be fixed. I read that part of Destiny because that is what we are in right now. Everything is falling apart. It, it seems that whatever we do, nothing is getting us to where we want to. And in this book, the chapter of it is destiny. And the hardest part for us is to know that as we are going to our destiny, we will hit some bumps in the road, things that we don't understand, things falling apart, our living conditions. And that's what the world is doing right now. Our living conditions have have changed. We see dilapidated buildings from the fires and everything else and just from the manner in which life had been. So I I want to encourage you today from the book of The Shift, Chapter 5, Destiny, that this is our destiny. Don't give up. Because your destiny is just around the corner. And just like this book says that we're in a shift, we're courageously moving from season to season. And as we move from season to season, per Keon Henderson, just know that God is in the shift. And when we come out of this shift, we will be better off. We will be in a shift that is made to be like him and of him, that will bring a smile back on God's face. So I just want to encourage my brothers and sisters out there that as we go through this shift, know that the word of God says all things work together for good for them that love the Lord and for those who are called according to his purpose. So my sisters and my brothers, be encouraged to know that God is able to do exceedingly and abundantly above all that we can ever ask, think, or imagine according to the power that is at work within us. Just know that God is able. God is able. God is able. He loves us. He loves you. He loves you as the apple of his eye. He loves you because he is the creator. He loves you because he knows the number of hairs on your head. He loves you because he knows your heart. He loves you because he put you here for a purpose. He loves you because he is love. He is love. And in him is love. And when we surrender our hearts, our minds, our souls, our words to him, nothing can come out of us but love because God is love. And as you go through this week, just know, Monday, God loves me. Tuesday, God loves me. Wednesday, God loves me. Thursday, God loves me. Friday, God loves me. Saturday, God loves me. Sunday, God loves me. So that's seven days, seven days of love. So know that through it all, that you have a God that has poured out his love to you every day, and that no matter what the enemy tries to shove away, God's love will hinder everything. So my sisters and my brothers be encouraged to know that God is still on the throne and that in his time, in his time, in his time, just like in Chronicles seven fourteen says again, if my people who are called by my name 
will humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from my wicked ways. Then I will hear from heaven, forgive their sins, and heal their land. My brothers and my sisters, we must come back to how grandma and grandpa did. We must come back to prayer meeting, getting on our knees and praying. We must come back to, and, and begin to tarry before the Lord because we know that prayer changes things. There's an acronym, P-U-S-H, push. Pray until something happens. The word of God says pray without ceasing. Whatever question you have, the answer is prayer. So if you don't know the answer, just begin to pray because God will give you the answer. I hope and pray that when I come back next month that you will have testimonies that something in your life or something in someone else's life that's close to you has changed that we will be able to hear praise reports, that we will be able to hear blessings, how God has just bombarded you in blessings. So my brothers and my sisters in Christ, know that I love you with the love of the Lord, and God loves you. To God be the glory for the things he has done. And we're not going to wait until next month. We're going to give him all of the glory, all of the honor, and all of the praise for what he rightfully so heartfully deserves. So I thank you. Thank, thank you for your love. I thank you for your support. I can feel it over the waves. I can feel the encouragement. I hope and pray that even when I come back in July, that God will give me another word. So I thank you. I pray right now for your blessings. I pray right now for your family. I ask for God that he would cover you with his blood. In the mighty name of Jesus, until we meet again, remember, say so. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so with Desiree, Lynn, and Whitfield. To God be the glory. Amen. Jesus led. He raised me, I will not lose. He saved me, I will not lose. Set me free, I will not lose. Never want to see me down, I will not lose. 